This episode is brought to you by Jar Jar's Collectibles. They're the best place in Australia to get NRL, AFL, BBL, and all of those footy cards, cricket cards, everything that you want to collect. They've got it from pop culture to sports, including halftime posters, which we've also got a giveaway coming up soon of some halftime posters. So be sure to check out our Instagram and Jar Jar's on Instagram. But also for one week, we've got an exclusive code. You use our code Jolliff10. That's J O L L I F F E and the number 10, Jolliff10 for 10% off your entire purchase at checkout. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast. We're joined by a very special guest. He is a Rugby League World Cup Ireland representative. He played his junior footy for the Wagga Kangaroos. He is currently in the Titans team. His name is Jamin Jolliff. I may have butchered that. I don't know. Uh, how's it going? And how's your day been so far? Uh, going good. You nailed it, actually. And uh, the day's going good. Got the day off. So just enjoying relaxing for a bit. That's good to hear. I was literally about to say, just relaxing. So that's good to hear. So let's get started on your junior footy days. Wagga Kangaroos. Obviously, Wagga is a bit of a distance from the Gold Coast. So how was it? And what was it like growing up there? Yeah, well, actually... I played a lot of junior football at Wagga Kangaroos, uh, but I actually started at a club called Turvey Park Wanderers when yeah, I was okay. about five years old. Yeah, um, played there till I was about twelve years old. Moved over to Wagga Kangaroos, um, and just sort of made my way through the grades there, all the way up. Uh, I was playing under sixteens and a bit of under eighteens, and then then you got to call up for the Newtown Jets, didn't you? Hey, didn't you? I may be wrong in assuming this, but I think I saw you. Like images and whatnot of you playing for the Newtown Jets in the reserve grade or something from a few years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, this this is counting a long time. I'm talking 2013. I was oh, okay, yeah. just in school. I was playing a bit of first grade with the the local club, and then um, kind of got picked up through like the country football route, and um, ended up in the Cronulla under 20s. Played a, f- a few seasons there with Cronulla, and did a few pre seasons, and and spent about three years at Newtown. Okay, so first of all, obviously with the time in Newtown, a very rich history club, Newtown in particular, and obviously with Cronulla, they've also got a pretty rich history. Um, what was the um, deciding factor? Obviously, the Titans showed interest, I'm guessing, when you were at the Sharks in the playing for the Jets. Was there other clubs that showed interest? And if so, what was the you know the driving point for the Titans that got you over the line for them? Um, to be honest, not really, actually. I, I'd been... Um... So I'd done a few pre-seasons with Cronulla. I was full-time with Cronulla in 2019. Um, Played in my second grand final with the Newtown Jets. We won our second one. Um, Actually had a really good year that year. Managed to to sort of get in the team of the year for the New South Wales Cup and and got the best and fairest for Newtown. But nothing nothing really popped up. Um, As in NRL-wise? No, NRL-wise, yeah. No, I was sort of 23 and there was no contracts popping up. you know, Cronulla said they'd give me a, another preseason, and I was kind of getting—I was getting a bit older now, so I was at the point where it was like, "Oh, is it worth it?" Sort of thing. Is it worth it? Am I am I going to call it there? Like I've done my best, I can't get any interest. Um, but then my manager said, "Oh, um, would you would you go up to the Titans for a training trial?" And the coach at Burley at the time was actually talking to me, going, "Oh, we'll put you through a preseason, but would you come up here and?" I just said to him, look, if I can't get a first grade contract, I'll I'll come up and give it a go. Um yep. but you know, I'll give it one year and I was probably ready to call it then and I'll come up for a preseason at the Titans and was lucky enough I trained pretty well and got in a few of the trial games there and and played well enough and a couple of blokes went down injured and then managed to get a start round one and 
that was it. Been playing first grade since. Uh, yeah, very fortunate. Yeah, they could say the rest is history, really, because, like, as you said, round one, and then you've gone on to play over 60 games in the NRL. And that actually brings up a question that I had typed up. They say it takes 50 games to, you know, sort of fully understand first grade NRL that is not first grade country rugby, like first grade NRL, the pace and all that sort of stuff. Now, you've played 60 or just over 60, and obviously definitely more coming up this season. On reflection so far, how do you see the game now than compared to when you were, say, 10 to 15 games in? Um, yeah, you, I think when I was kind of that rookie season, I was just kind of, it was a bit of a funny year, actually. It was 2020, yeah. so we, we had a break for a while and we come back and there were no crowds. So I, I feel like I debuted in, in a real sort of strange year. Um, yeah, wow. They brought in the six again rule. So it was really new for everyone, uh, yep. really. The, the pace of the game was that quick and uh, it took a lot of adjusting for a lot of teams. So... Um, and that's all That's all I've ever sort of known is that style of football with the six again rule and like a real fast-paced style. Um, but what are your thoughts on the six again rule? Uh, at first when it came in, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I thought they weren't nailing it. It was really inconsistent. Uh, you know, I thought they brought it in for for where they'd blow a penalty, but it, it seemed like every second, every second set they were waving their hand in the air. So... Yep. It was ridiculous, but they've found a balance now. So, yeah, they've refined it a little bit, tweaked it a little bit sort of thing. Yeah, and, and bringing in that penalty inside the 40 as well. So I think, um, you know, teams were sort of milking it a little bit. They'd give away a six again early. And Definitely would see that, yeah. Things like that. Uh, but no, I think they've got the balance right. And it has sped the game up. Uh, but yeah, no, look, I'm enjoying footy at the moment. Um, the rules... I don't know. They, they, they seem to be changed. There's a few more rules that have changed recently, so we'll have to adjust to those in the first few rounds. But, um, yeah, all in all, it's going good. But I'm definitely settled into it now, 60 games in. Yep. That, that, that's good to hear. Um, and obviously, you mentioned you debuted in a very, you could say, tumultuous bit of a whirlwind of a, of a year, let alone a season. In the COVID year, you know, there was the 10-week gap where we didn't know if league or any sport was coming back, let alone, you know, in 10 weeks' time. Um, and a debut in that sort of season would have been fucking crazy because you would have been so used to the process, you know, trusting the process and all that. And then everything is uplifted and all that. How did you personally handle that? Being like in your rookie season, more or less? Yeah, it was a weird one. Oh, so I got I, I debuted before and then the game went on hold for a bit. And then for yeah. a while there, I was actually wondering if they'd actually count, to be honest, because if the, if the <laughs> season didn't get up and running, I was sitting there going, oh, does it? Does it count that I played first grade or uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I went back home for a while, back to Wagga. Um yeah. yeah, about about a month or something like that. And I was just I was just training every day and just trying to sort of clear my head. And then when when we got the go ahead to come back to training, we were just straight back in order. And I think every everyone had to try and do their their bit to stay fit and ready, uh, in case the season did start and yeah, fortunately, everyone did, and we did a bit of a semi preseason when we got back, maybe three weeks, and then yep. straight back into it. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure each club got like a three week sort of grace period as well, so that's kind of cool to hear. And then obviously, 2021 comes along, and there's another bloody bout of COVID, and there's another um pub, but this time it's up in Queensland, you know, where you're based for the Gold Coast Titans and in Redcliffe and, and all that sort of stuff. Was it a bit easier? and a lot more manageable for you and the team because it was the hubs were up in Queensland this time? Uh, yeah, we, we did have that advantage over a lot of other teams. I, I think when all the teams were up there, um, 
But it, it was still like – it just wasn't an enjoyable time. Like everyone – we are playing football and that, but we were just cooped up in our houses, you know. You couldn't even go to groceries and things like that. So there were real strict protocols on us and, um, yeah, you couldn't really enjoy – like you'd like to be able to get out and about and kind of – obviously yeah. footy's one thing, but you want to be able to live your life. But footy kind of became everything. Exactly. And, and and when you weren't doing footy, you were literally at home. So that kind of sucks. Whereas this past season would have felt amazing, a lot of more, a lot more freedom sort of thing. And um, do you think that that reflected that with the Titans? Because they had a bit more of a, granted it wasn't a great season, but it was a bit more successful with a few more wins this season than in the previous two seasons. Um, yeah, well, I think, I think probably 2021 was the, the best season. We didn't have, we didn't have a whole heap of wins, but we managed to scrape in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last year was probably definitely oh, – was. it was a step backwards. You know, we, we lost a bit of experience and a few young fellas come in and we kind of lost our way. Um, but that, that's what excites me for this year because we've, we've gotten some good players come in in key positions. And, um, AJ, yeah, not got AJ a- sorry, um, uh, Joe Stimson. I almost said Brimson, but it's Joe Stimson and um, Aaron Shooper, two – key signings for the Titans. How are they going at the club and training at the moment? Yeah, they're going really good. Yeah. Uh, both both have a great work ethic and they're, they're working really hard and they've brought, um, yeah, they've just brought good things to the club. Uh, I think uh, Stimo, he's a good mate of mine and he uh, probably wasn't happy with his, you know, his form and that at the Bulldogs, but he's come up here with a real positive mindset and he's just, he's attacked the preseason. He's in great shape and he'll play a big part for us this year. I think he'll have a good year and, yeah, Shoppy as well. He's just a real powerful outside back that we needed. But even even as well, like blokes like Semi Verrills and yeah, Kieran Foran players in the spine. That what's he that. like? Obviously, he's bringing that experience of grand final win, and like there might there must be an awe around him at the club, sort of thing. Or yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> no, no, he's, no, mate. Definitely, like we we really lacked in that department last year. Hookers and uh, you know to have him there, you know, it was just like an out and out nine can play 80 minutes, has great service, good vision, you know, and he's just got really good awareness as well. So, he's so is he going to play hooker up. this year sort of thing? Is that what he's training at sort of thing? Or will he Dan sort of Bell's, dabble yeah, between? Yeah, he's, he's a hooker, yeah. So, well, obviously it's out of, you know, blokes like him and Chris Randall. Um, and that comes down to trial games and form and stuff like that. Like nothing's ever locked in. Um, yeah. I'm just speaking on uh, semi coming from the Rooster system, winning a grand final, things like that. So he's just got that. That experience, and he, he comes from that, um, you know, that winning system. So he's yeah. he's been really good, and even Darren Foran as well. He had a great year last year, and injury free. So we're hoping he can stay on the paddock, and he's doing some good stuff as well. Oh, absolutely, and just touching back on, you were saying like during the COVID two, the two COVID seasons in particular, it was like there was no freedoms or anything. And this year, just gone as in twenty twenty two season, there was a lot more relaxed, you know, a bit more relaxed rules and all that sort of stuff. Um, I actually ran into uh, Joe Stimson and Aaron Shoup at uh, Schnitz at Pack Fair the other week. And it's good to be able to see that, you know, seeing players, not just Titans, but in general, players being able to do that. Um, I didn't bother them for a selfie or anything like that. It wasn't because I, I knew that they were just there to get their food, that sort of thing. But it's more of it. It's good to see that footy players were able to do that now. We'll go out for a cup of coffee, hang out with their mates rather than be cooped up. And do you feel like that can reflect on um, that'll create better performances from clubs and from yourself sort of thing. This episode is brought to you by Talent Locker. Talent Locker is the ultimate player recruitment app, making the connection between players, teams, coaches, 
and everything in between and agents so much easier and accessible for everyone. Use their features to help bridge the gap and find the exact player that you're looking for or the club or the coach or the agent, all of them that you're looking for. Head to the App Store or Google Play and download Talent Locker today. This episode is also made possible by Crush Organics, a natural alternative to pain management, anxiety management, and much more. They're a CBD mainly based company over in the US as well as in Australia. I use their gummies to help me get off to sleep a bit better. My partner uses their creams to help with her arthritis management. So if you're struggling with something such as arthritis, or even if you want some game day or match day uh, recovery that's natural and all that, be sure to use their cream. Use our code LIFEINSPORT for 40% off at checkout. Yeah, I think so. I think it gives um, it just gives a team a chance to be able to do stuff away from football, you know what yeah. I mean, Like and, and bond as a group. And we, we've been doing plenty of team activities. Actually, uh, Aaron Booth has been sort of in charge of that, recovering from his ACL injury. So he's sort of brought together the team. You know, we've been doing a lot more events, bringing the team together, uh, partners and, and all the kids and that. So I think if we can be closer and more tight-knit as a group and we're working hard in pre-season, you know, we'll be more more willing to get out there on the field and sort of do what it takes to, you know, have each other's back. So, Yeah, no, uh, I absolutely agree with that. Like, cause as you said, you'll be playing for each other rather than just, you know, and obviously for the for the community and for the fans and all that yeah, and for the course, jersey. Yeah. But, it's, but, but at the end of the day, if you're not playing for each other, so that's great to hear that it's there's such a, a gel or a bond, you know, forming this offseason. And I saw a post on, uh, I think it was Instagram, like all, most of the players were asked, you know, um, as in the Titans players, it was, I think it was the Titans Instagram. They were asked what their expectations were. Some players were like, make my NRL debut. Um, and everyone else that wasn't saying make the NRL debut, it was make finals, play finals, which is amazing to see because people can, you know, short people can laugh at whatever club says that, but you've got to be able to believe you don't, you don't play to lose. You know, you, mm. you don't, you don't do the sport at the top level to lose. So is there, and obviously that post makes rings true, is there that belief that you guys can make the finals as in that, at, at the team sort of thing? Because that's amazing to hear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, look, like you said, people, we didn't have the best year last year. People may laugh, but what people don't see is how hard we've worked this preseason. There's been a big, there's been a big shift in attitude. Um, I've done six NRL preseasons now. This one I've done has been the toughest by far. And it's, it's really made people you know dig deep and it's tested a few characters and um yeah look we're, we're all on the same page with what we want to do and yeah. and what we're going for so um our biggest area of focus has been our defense i think the whole preseason has been tailored around that and brett white's been really good um yeah. and i think statistically the teams that are in the top four you know in the competition in terms of you know line speed um uh, minimising post contact meters, things like that, go on to play finals football. So yeah. we've had a real, real focus there. I think, I think we've got probably some of the best attack in the world, but we need to do better at putting ourselves in better field position. And I think that's going to be through our defence. So big attitude change at the club, and um, yeah, it's been really good to see. And also as well, it's a young group, and on the back of that bad year, I think we've taken a lot of lessons out of it, and, and what it's going to take to be a successful team. And yep. we knew we were off the mark, so. Uh, really looking forward to this year, and obviously trial games coming up. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been really good. I'm just keen to start playing some footy. Just itching to get into it, which is yeah. awesome to hear. So let's go with some questions about your career so far. Obviously, World Cup call up for your heritage, which is Ireland. Uh, what was it like when you got the when you got the call or the email or the text or whatever saying I've you know the coach is like right I've selected you for the squad to head over to the World Cup. 
Yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, uh, first person I spoke to was my nan. She's obviously where I get my Irish heritage from and, and spoke to my parents. And they were just excited that it's it's something I always knew I could do. Um, I wanted to play in 2017, but I was just playing a bit in the New South Wales Cup and I didn't get selected at the time. But, um, yeah, it was just special, exciting. I was nervous, obviously, over the other side of the world. And I was going to say, I, 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 I think it might have been a little bit better, if anything, being able to represent Ireland over in the UK sort of thing rather than play in the 2017 World Cup over here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was – and, you know, my parents got to come over as well and, and they watched. Oh, that's so. awesome. No, it was really special. It was a great experience, and it's something I'll be definitely looking to do again for sure. Yeah. And you would, and you would have, of course. Obviously, everyone talks about you know camps and all that sort of stuff, and you know because a, a nation's team, you know Ireland, they had Luke. You guys had Luke Keary in your team, you know, sort of thing. And that sort of experience from a player like that with the grand final wins and all that would have maybe even added a little bit to your game to bring back to the Titans, which so many people don't realize as in when I say people, I mean, fans of the game don't realize the impact that these, you know, state of origin um, international camps really have on a player's, um, you know, going from, you know, here to here in the space of a camp is really, you know, surrounding themselves with the best players in the world. And Luke Curie would have definitely been one of them. Do you feel like you've, uh, you learned uh, from the word vomit, do you feel like you learned from Luke Keary or a little bit from him over in the Ireland camp? Um, yeah, well, it's hard, it's hard to say I learned much from him simply because I'm a front rower. Yeah. You know, yeah, not so much in and around not football, but just one thing I, I sort of learned, this was about Kez, you know, when he come over there, you know, he was obviously the elite of the elite. He's one of the best five eights in the NRL. Yeah. Um, just the way he come over and he interacted with the boys, he could have easily just been that guy that's on better than everyone. I know it, but just the way he mixed in with the boys, no one was above him or below him, and that's just treated awesome. everyone as an equal with with that respect. And you know, coming into the camp and seeing that, um, you know, and even just the way like he, he led that team around, and we're unfortunate there. Um, that I think that second game there uh, against Lebanon, but. Just, just the type of bloke he was and the way he bought into it and how he, he genuinely cared and wanted to be involved and be successful. Um, yeah, just sort of showed his character. Um, and I think I think a lot of players over there, especially the young halves and stuff like that, we had a few young boys in camp, I think they would have taken away a lot from him. And just around, you know, the way he trains and the level he trains at, um, yeah, I think, I think a few blokes over there would have definitely taken a few learnings from that. That's awesome to hear. Right, I've got some quick-fire questions before we get back into the um, career sort of stuff. First of all, Apple or Android? Apple. Absolutely. Uh, steak, how do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Yes. Every time. Absolutely. Uh, what's your beer and or drink of choice? Uh, if I'm having a beer, I'm having a Northern. Yep. Yeah, they're just easy to drink. Uh, also got quite used to drinking the Guinness over there as well. Yeah, I love Guinness. After like- in the Irish camp, so they go all right as well. Guinness, honestly, yeah, I, I like a dark ale and a stout, so Guinness is always a good time. Uh, favorite movie, either of all time or currently, if you don't have one of all time, um, probably something like Shutter Island or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, good nice. movie. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be sure to check it out. Uh, favorite music to listen to? I like old music. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a bit of a mix. I like like before games. I like a bit of heavy metal, just in general. Yeah, a bit of yeah. everything to be. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, and that sort of actually segues into my next question, which is, who controls the music in the sheds? Oh, one of the, one of the um, 
oh, it'd be one of the young boys. It's always like Tino or Aaron Clark or Dave or. And that brings, up all... my, that brings up my next question because I actually interviewed Corey Thompson, a recent retiree, former teammate of yours now, still still around the club though. And he actually said Tino's the biggest pest. And my question is, who's the biggest pest at the Titans? Um, Phil Sammy. He's Phil up Sammy? There. Yeah. yeah, he's just he just heckles <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in yeah, he's into someone every day. So does he though who, take it as well as he cops it? So does he cop uh, it as well he, as he gives he it? He does, but you can't get him. Oh. <laughs> he, just, he doesn't take effect from anything. He's always got something to come back at you with. So Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh what's something not many people know about you? Uh, I grew up on a on a dairy farm. Okay. Grew up raised on a dairy farm, family's still there, so That's cool. Um, that's yeah, really interesting. Dairy farm my whole life, yeah. Do you reckon after football, obviously, if you don't, you know, get a media job or whatever, you'll go back to, you know, working the farm sort of stuff? Nah. 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 <laughs> Not for me. Yeah, I've been, I've been living out of home for, it's coming up to 10 years now. And oh, yep. just, I'm more and more out of touch with it. I wouldn't know what I'm doing now. So I could, I could help them out, but I, I wouldn't be able to run it. I couldn't afford to buy a farm now anyways as well. They're that expensive. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, which coach in your journey has had the most influential impact on you? Um, I mean, obviously Justin, he gave me, he gave me my debut, you know, that's, that's massive. But, uh, one coach, a bloke named Greg Madison, mm-hmm. uh, his brother's Terry Madison, but Greg, yep. he was a coach at Newtown for a long time. Um, he kind of, he was kind of pushing my case for a long time with Cronulla and it never worked out, but he, you know, when I was, when I was going through tough times and I was sort of ready to hang him up, he kind of. You know, he was no nonsense. He'd just tell you to toughen up. But I reckon he kind of helped me stay he, on track. He, towards... he believed in you sort of thing. Yeah, he, he kept me on track towards playing first grade. And, um, yeah, he always pushed my case and he was really good to me. So in my time at Newtown, so I, I, I reckon he probably played a, a massive part. Yep. So you'd say, Greg, for the belief in you to never give up and Justin for the um, opportunities he's given you at the Titans sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, when I come to the Titans, he was a new coach and I was the first player to debut. And when I come up here, I I was told that it's a new coach and he he doesn't care about where you've been or what you've done. He just cares about working hard and your performances. And, you know, you don't find too many people that stand by their word, but he's definitely one of them. So, yeah. That's awesome to hear. Um, And I've got two more questions for you and it'll wrap it up. Um, What is your personal highlight so far of your rugby league journey? Um, oh, pr- probably my debut. Um, yeah, that that was always special because it's something I wanted to do all my life. It's always been on the list. Like, it's what team did you follow growing, growing up? up? Sorry to interrupt. I just thought of it while you were talking. What team did you follow growing up? Uh, West Tigers. I can't escape them. So, because my miso, massive Tigers fan. Her family, massive Tigers fans. Where I live, I live in Tweed Heads, so nearby the Gold Coast. So many Tigers fans you'll see on the on in the Tweed Heads area. It's insane. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, really. <laughs> nah, well, I only supported them because my dad, my dad did. So yeah, yeah that's the same reason the miso follows him. He was a Balmain fan. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah. Sorry. What was your question again? Sorry, it was um your personal highlight. Yeah, yeah, I'd just have to say debut, you know. I said something you dream about all your life and when you finally get there and you all my family were there, it was down in Canberra. It's probably yep. the perfect place to debut because all my family and relatives could get there and yeah. Do you reckon special. just do you reckon Justin obviously it was round one, there was a few injuries anyway, but do you reckon Justin chose that because of, of the 
the factor of you've got a lot of family down that area anyway and could get there more easier than, you know, to up, up on the Gold Coast? Oh, no. Yeah. We, we had a few injuries at the time. And, you know, to, to be honest, it, quite a few blokes went down. So there was there was not a whole heap of choice. But that's I suppose that's where a lot of opportunities come from with someone else's, uh, you know, injuries or downfall or something like that. But, you know, wherever the game was played, I think my family, they all would have shipped up there no matter what. So, yeah. It just it just worked out perfectly, but that's awesome to hear. Last question I've got for you. It's not really a question. It's more of a asking you for a statement. It's a do you have a message for the Titans fans for season two thousand and twenty three? Yeah, um, I just think Titans fans stick by us. We um, we've been working so hard this preseason. We've we've worked on all our weaknesses and and we've really stepped it up and we got some great players. So we've set it we've set a really high standard for ourselves and we're not going to be dropping from that. Um, We'll be doing our best to make you proud and, you know, just the community, ourselves and our families. So, you know, we hope we can do you proud and we hope to see you all at Seabus. I'm just clicking.